I know I've said this before, but the way things are going, the entire food supply system could break down. Are you ready? Do you have at least three months worth of food stocked up? If not, go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $200 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. This kit gives you breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. Enough food for one person for three solid months. And I've had people say, well, that may not be enough food. Well, then get more because it provides over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength and energy. So don't miss out. Save $200 per kit when you stock up now. My Patriot Supply is on your side. They're charging less to help families more. Make sure to get one kit at least per person so you don't run out. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com right now and save $200 per kit. Your kits will ship fast and free. With the world on the brink, don't take chances. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com right now and be ready. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com Hi, Steve here. I've heard it said that when you don't believe the truth, you'll believe anything. Nothing could be more true than when we're talking about aliens and extraterrestrials. Without the foundation of the basic truth, you can't move beyond understanding anything else. Do you realize that most things people believe in this world are based on nothing more than assumptions and conjectures? and outright imaginations. But what I'm gonna share with you now will open your eyes to the reality of what's coming because of what happened in the past. And the only way we really know what happened in the past is by looking at the Bible and other apocryphal books like the Book of Enoch. Yes, aliens and extraterrestrials are real. The thought of the possibility of intelligent life beyond Earth has been around forever, but Bible-believing Christians should understand that its origins can be traced back to the days following the Great Flood, around 4,360 years ago. This was the era that witnessed the rise of all the pagan cults. This is where it all started. It was the pagan religions that focused their worship on the heavenly bodies and the beings which they now suppose dwell there. You need to understand and keep in mind that the written word of God contains the true accounts which outline the history of mankind. The Bible not only contains the history of mankind, but its revelation lies outside of time and space. Scripture encompasses time and space even beyond those bounds because it contains the true record of the earliest exploits of the human race, where the first thoughts of the belief in extraterrestrial life came from. We need to understand these five points. The human race began with the creation of one man, Adam. Man's original relationship with God was good and there were no false cults or religions. Man was highly intelligent at the time of his creation with wisdom imputed directly from God himself super intelligent by today's standards. Man's fall into sin and finally the history of man's early succeeding generations. The scriptures indicate some sort of major paradigm shift. A major change in man's thinking took place some point after the fall of Adam, but before the flood of Noah. And we can find the details of exactly what happened in the book of Enoch. Between approximately 4000 BC and 2344 BC, an interval of around 1,656 years, the New Testament describes a future time of apostasy which will parallel the days of Noah. Matthew 24:37 and Luke 17:26 tell us the entire ancient downfall was within the pre-flood lifetime of Noah, an interval of 
only 600 years. Genesis 7-6, we read in Genesis 1, 27 through 28 and 31 of how good everything was. And then later on in Genesis 6, 5 through 7, all of a sudden, things are only evil? So what exactly happened that would cause such a sudden spread and worldwide saturation of sin and evil? We have a partial answer in Genesis 6, 1 through 4. And ironically, the same chapter in the book of Enoch we read in Genesis 1, 27 through 28 and 31 of how good everything was. And then later in Genesis 6, 5 through 7, all of a sudden, things are only evil. So what exactly happened that would cause such a sudden spread and worldwide saturation of sin and evil? We have a partial answer in Genesis 6, 1 through 4. And ironically, the same chapter in the book of Enoch. Genesis highlights the time when beings from beyond took notice of Earth's budding female population. It may become obvious to all of you watching this video with any insight and understanding why the Book of Enoch was removed from the original scriptures over 500 years ago. Enoch said in chapter 6, And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days and were born unto them beautiful daughters and the angels, the children of the heaven, saw and lusted after them and said to one another, let us choose wives from among the children of men and get us children. And Simjaza, who was their leader, said, I fear you will not indeed agree to do this deed, and I alone will have to pay the penalty of a great sin. So let us all swear an oath and all bind ourselves by mutual cursings, not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. And they swore together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it, they were in all 200 who descended in the days of Jared on the mount called Mount Hermon or on the summit called Mount Hermon. According to the scriptures, the first extraterrestrials close encounters took place in the sixth chapter of Genesis. This marks the first account of extraterrestrial invaders, both biblically and in recorded history, and it triggered a detrimental change in mankind's attitude and thinking towards God. The influences of these alien visitors helped exacerbate the new sin nature of man to such a degree that it not only helped shape the thinking of much of the world prior to the days of the Great Flood, but also afterward. Galatians 5, 19 through 21. Enoch 16, 3. Pre-flood peoples had direct first-hand access to these things that their earth-born children, the giants, and the corrupt higher wisdom which they espoused. There was no real need at the time for cultic or sorcery-type systems that sought to delve into the hidden mysteries because the beings which embodied these beliefs were right there living among them. Graven images, idols, and rituals came later. Close contact between a young, more innocent man and a race of beings which had no conscience regarding their gross evils placed man's sin nature on a fast-track collision course with God. Sins which had not only affected mankind, but affected the world's animals as well. This caused God to judge the whole earth because both man and beast no longer represented the very good condition they were originally created in. Genesis 6, 5 through 7, Enoch 7, 5. Post-flood memories of these encounters manifested themselves in the form of paganism and witchcraft, giving rise to the world of the occult and the ancient mystery religions. Cultic sects use graven images and forbidden practices in an effort to rediscover and reproduce the lost wisdom of an evil world now past. Demonic wisdom, which revered the creature, 
Men-like gods, giants, animals, and mongrelized hybrid monsters more than the Creator. It was a new concept for man after being mindful of the truth that they received from the patriarchs of mankind like Adam, Abel, Seth, Enoch, and Noah. The earth took a turn for the worse. After the flood, this type of belief was one of the major reasons why God called out a people to himself in the person of Abram, later Abraham. He would have had to judge the world all over again by another major catastrophe like he did in Genesis 1, 2, and 7. But instead of hitting the reset button and starting over again for the third time, God separated a people to himself and formed an unbreakable covenant. Genesis 15, 18. The beings which invaded the earth in Genesis 6 had a major impact on man's attitude towards God, his creator. The righteous influence of Noah didn't last long because the memories of the pre-flood sons of God and their unholy exploits were still fresh within a mere 362 years after the great flood. God called Abraham out of his country and from his father's house, Genesis 12:1. The book of Joshua clarifies why the Lord required this separation. Joshua 24:2 through 3 and 14. History records Nimrod and his city and Tower of Babel as the birthplace of the first real effort to organize the pre-flood memory of God-men from space into a religious system under a new world order. When God confounded the language there, every nation went their separate ways, carrying with them the generational stories and memories of the Genesis 6 invasion. By the time Abraham was born, the concept of polytheism was operating globally in full force. The bulk of mankind now revered fallen beings from space and looked to them for truth and guidance instead of God their creator. Remember, early mankind were not a bunch of ignorant, dumb thumps hauling around clubs and living in caves like the liars try to tell you. According to the Bible, the human race started out as highly intelligent monotheists, or men who worshipped and acknowledged the true living God. But this truth was derailed by something that was literally witnessed. Something Earth's ancestors literally saw with their own eyes. As time passed, succeeding generations arose who knew nothing about the truth and the true God. Acts 17.30 the Bible shows the links between the gods of the ancient cults and their connection with outer space and the stars. Because of their access to pre-flood history, ancient peoples undoubtedly knew more about the true extraterrestrial life than we do today. First-hand accounts of the events that led to the Great Flood were available for over 500 years after the catastrophe by word of mouth of Noah and his sons and their wives. Scriptures also record that the giants somehow made a return following the flood. Genesis chapter 6 revealed the first contact between man and extraterrestrial life forms. So obviously there are men and women today who have access to this knowledge from these fallen ones that we call extraterrestrials. These bloodlines of Luciferian elites are well aware of the history of the first extraterrestrials and they know that they're fallen angels who taught these things to man and they have access to this mystery and many of the mysteries that were taught to men that caused them to pervert this earth. And now they're using some of this knowledge against mankind because the devil has never changed. All he wants to do is to kill, steal and destroy. And this is what's moving us into these end times. I plan to do more about extraterrestrials 
and get into the history of why men do what they do and why these things have developed the way they have. Think about it. <laughs>